Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to my Good Nanny Radio, MGN Radio, the best show on Blog Talk Radio for family information and entertainment. Thanks for tuning in. live from Georgia for so many years, but the people of this great state have been so kind to us as we've relocated to Louisiana. Now, speaking of Louisiana, okay, today is Friday, August 28th, and it's 1 p.m. Eastern and 12 noon Central where we are in Louisiana. So why are we doing this show at 1 p.m. on a Friday? Well, if you follow me and you tuned in last night, which so many of you did, um, Blog Talk Radio, who we do this podcast with, had significant, um, you know, disconnects with their servers, and, you know, they sent out an email apologizing, so I want to apologize to all our fans, but thank God we can record this show, and you can listen to it later and forward it to all your friends and family. Yay! It's Friday! Okay, so now let me tell you, I'm super, super excited about our guest that we're going to have today. Her name is Amarita Gill, and she is the CEO and founder of Local Buzz, okay? So I know grab a pen and paper if you're listening to the rebroadcast, and you're going to take some notes because she is just all that in a bag of chips, okay? Now, I wanted to say if you maybe have not heard about MGN Radio. My Good Nanny Radio is an extension of My Good Nanny Agency. And we interview moms, dads, women in business, men in business, and we are the number one show on Blog Talk Radio for family information and entertainment. We're heard all over the world um, via our podcast. And we have over 30,000 listeners that tune in and listen to us either live or on the replay. So thank you for joining My Good Nanny Radio. Okay, so I want to make sure I can connect her, all right? So before I do that, um, you know what, let me connect her and then I'll play a commercial, all right? Hold on, let me make sure she's live. Her fingers crossed. Hi, Amarita. Hello. Hey, great. Are you here? Are you live? I think so. <laughs> we connected Yay! finally. Yay! I'm so excited. I'm so super excited. Okay, so I want to get started. First of all, thank you so much because I know you're so busy. 
Um, oh, my producer is telling me. How could I forget? Okay, thank you. My producer is telling me, okay, Hurricane Katrina. Got to talk about Hurricane Katrina before we get into this fabulous interview, and I give her her MGN introduction. So our hearts and prayers go out to everybody as we celebrate the 10th, and I shouldn't say celebrate, as we commemorate the 10-year anniversary of that horrific storm that happened in 2005 um, and, you know, all the people that lives were impacted. It's just, you know, hearts and prayers go out to the people of New Orleans and to the great state of Louisiana. So Hurricane Katrina was the 11th named storm and the fifth hurricane of the 2005 Atlantic hurricane season. It was a horrible natural disaster, and it's one of the five deadliest hurricanes in the history of the United States of America. So hurricane um, caused severe destruction along the Gulf Coast from Central Florida to Texas. And, again, you're going to see a lot of stuff on CNN, on Fox News, on all the NBC um, talking about the 10-year, you know, anniversary of hurricane Katrina. Okay? So now we said that. I'm super, super excited um, to introduce Amarita Gill. She goes my, um, I guess I call her Mia. Um, but I'm super, super excited to introduce her. So as soon as we play the commercial, we'll be right back with our special guest. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be right back. Hair Yum is the fastest growing vegan hair care product on the market. Hair Yum can transform your hair with one wash. Cleanse with no harsh chemicals, sulfates, or detergents. The Hair Yum collection is available now at HairYum.com. Take the challenge. Go vegan. Get Hair Yum at HairYum.com. That's H-A-I-R-Y-U-M.com. Your hair will thank you for it. Awesome. We are back live with MGM Radio. So let me get into it because, as you know, time always flies. So Amarita Gill is the owner and founder of Local Buzz. Local Buzz is a WordPress website design, branding, and online marketing company for businesses and blogs. After graduating from business school in 2010, she decided to help her parents' struggling construction company after the recession. So instead of heading to Wall Street to embark on a corporate career, for months and months, she worked seven-hour days, 15-hour 15, seven days a week, 15-hour days, learning everything and anything about website design, search engine optimization, which is known as SEO, and social media for her business in an effort to help her parents' business succeed so they would not sell or lose their home. She started implementing everything she learned, and within months, she reduced the company's monthly advertising and marketing expenses from 3000 to zero. Oh, my God. I, I just, that alone, I'm like, can you do that for my, for my businesses? Okay. So after seeing the amazing and transformative results a strong website and search engine strategy can have on small business, she decided to start Local Buzz in 2011. Her mission was to help American business owners and bloggers start and grow their business online while keeping costs down. And we love that. So after one year, she turned Local Buzz into a six-figure-a-year business. And over the last four years, she's worked with hundreds of entrepreneurs, including me, 
and um, business owners all across the country to help them with the latest advancements in web technology, branding, and social media. So without further ado, we're welcoming to our show, Amarita Gill, the CEO and founder of Local Buzz. So welcome to our show. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you for that introduction. Yes. Now, we're, now she, I'm so excited, and I have so many questions that I know as people watch the, listen to the replay, they're going to ask. So why don't we get started? I know I gave you the introduction, but just tell us, how did, how did you get started? Yeah, so after I graduated from college, I had a finance degree um, and, from the business school, and uh, I was going to go to Wall Street, you know, go to, towards the corporate route like all my friends were doing, but I don't know, I didn't have a passion for that. I just didn't feel excited to do that. So I kind of just took a year off and a step back from like real, the real world. And I was like, what do I really like? What am I really passionate about? And then, you know, I was living at home. So my, I saw my parents struggling and I decided, let me help them. Like, let me figure this out. Like, this is kind of interesting, like starting a business to growing it. So um, yeah, I learned everything about web design, online marketing. And then once I saw how good result, how many results they were getting, like how, how many leads they were getting every month, I was like, other companies need this. So then I started Local Buzz, and within just a year, I had like so many new clients, and it just started organically growing from there. Wow, that is amazing! And I know if I had my my listeners on, the phone line will be buzzing. So it sounds okay. The way you say it, it's like, oh, you know, I learned everything. But I know it took a lot of hard work, and there are a lot of challenges that you face in the business. So just to to kind of recap, so as you graduate business school, you saw your parents, what were kind of like the key, if you could think of the top three things that you did to reduce your parents' monthly expenses from 3000 to zero? Can you share with our listeners that, like what you sure. did? Yeah, so they were spending about $3,000 a month just basically advertising to be on the front page of magazines. And, um, you know, it was working before 2010, but then the Internet, the Google search, everything, like, becoming much more popular. More people were turning to that rather than looking at magazines or direct mailers. So I, I started noticing that trend um, by just reading things online. And so I just started doing small things like um, putting a few blog posts up online, putting them on local directories, putting them on Google Maps, getting reviews on Google Maps. And that, those three things, so Google Maps, reviews, and, you know, Facebook page, things like that, but mostly with search engine optimization for the website. So it was, it was a collection of things. It wasn't just three things. It was a lot of things. But I would say the top are Google Maps and Google Reviews are the thing that really helped the most. Well, now, so if you're like yeah. me, okay, so Google Maps, what exactly, when you say Google Maps, what exactly does that mean? So, yeah, if you're a small business right now, you have to be on Google Maps. So go Google, you know, Google for business, Google Maps, and um, it's called Lo Google Local Business. Get your business on there. So you have to just provide your phone number, if you have an address, email address, and put in a description, your logo, things like that, and you'll get put, like, automatically onto Google's local map search results. So when you type it into – when you type in, for example, if you're, like, a construction company in – Hoboken, New Jersey, you type that in, you're going to come up in the map search. That's above the organic search results in Google. Wow. I love it. I lo I'm, t I'm taking notes, you guys. I love this. 
Okay, and it's free. It's simple. GoogleMaps.com. Uh, yeah, it's totally okay. free. And then from there, you can get reviews. You can tell your customers, review me on here, and that actually helps your ranking even more. And you don't need even a website okay. for that. You just, just, you have to do, as soon as you start a business, you have to do that. So that's like wow. my top recommendation. I love it. I love it. And we're going to tweet some of these things out later um, on our Twitter page. Now, SEO optimization. Everybody talks about it. Everybody. But can you, in layman's terms, a simple, keep it simple, what it is and how small business owners should be using it effectively. It's tough to keep it simple, but basically getting <laughs> your website onto the first page of Google for specific keywords. So if you're a construction company and you specialize in patio design, you want to be on the top for patio design in your specific area. So basically getting your website to the first page of Google for specific key phrases. Okay, so let's use me as an example, okay, with Harium. Okay, so those people know Harium, vegan brand. So if I went to Google and I typed in vegan hair care and I had this SEO optimization on my site, that means Harium company will come up first? Is that, is that what it means? Well, I specialize more in um, service-based businesses, not so much in product, but, yeah, it, it works the same way for each. Um, that would be much more competitive because natural hair care – is becoming a really big industry right now. So it's, yes, you can't just yes. optimize your website and then automatically show up there. Then there's tons of other things you have to do, like blogging and social media to really get more SEO juice to your website. So it's, I that one is pretty tough. Yeah. Okay. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. But still, every site should have SEO optimization. And it's, is it just as simple as saying, hey, you know, when you talk to your web developer or somebody like you, can you make sure my site is SEO friendly? Or what should small business owners be asking their IT person? Yeah, so if you're a less in a less competitive industry, so for example, if you're only selling something or providing a service in a specific region or a specific county, um, then your, your SEO is not going to be, you don't need to do that much SEO at all. But for example, if you're doing vegan hair care, yeah, you're, you're not going to just be able to have your website optimized and then just show up on Google. It would be more of an ongoing process that you would have to work out with an SEO consultant, and they would blog for you, do social media, optimize your site, and get you a lot of backlinks. And so there's a lot that would go into um, different businesses need totally different strategies when it comes to SEO. Wow, I love it, I love it. Now, you mentioned backlinks, and I know some people might say, what's that? So what is that? <laughs> oh, yeah. So let's say on Facebook you have a Facebook page for Hair Yum, right? So on there you just put in your website in um, hairyum.com into your Facebook page where it's asked you for a URL. Um, or if other blogs link back to you, so let's say a blogger loves Hair Yum, they'll write a blog post about it, and then in, in their blog post they'll have links like this is the best hair care product, and then link that to your Hair Yum website, and that's the backlink. And the better backlinks come from websites that are more visited. So people who have um, websites that have more visitors, they'll, their, their backlink is worth more than, you know, some guy who only has two people reading his website. I love it. I love it. We are live with Amarita Gill, the CEO of Local Buzz. Okay. Now, just give out your website for Local Buzz so people know how to. As we're talking, I'll mention it again. But Local Buzz, what's, what's the website? Somebody wanted to get a hold of you. LocalBuzzLLC.com. LocalBuzzLLC.com. 
Com. Okay, so we've talked about SEO, and like you said, it's different for different businesses, but it's something every business, I think, should have, whether you're product or service-based. So now, in your journey as you were starting out, I know that um, Google Analytics, everybody talks about Google Analytics. Again, I hope this because we like to give our, our listeners free tips because everybody, when you own a business, is watching their dimes, right? So could you talk about sure. what Google Analytics is? and how that that also helps. Yeah, so for Google Analytics, just go to Google and google.com slash analytics for an account, and they'll give you a tracking code. And so if you know how to use your website, you can put that tracking code on your website or have a web developer do it. And then after about 24 hours or so, you're going to start getting real-time um, statistics on who's visiting your website, where are you getting a lot of your leads from, and um, just really comprehensive information about your website visitors. And that's great because you want to see what's working. Where are you getting your customers from? Like, are you, you know, you might have spent like $1,000 on your Facebook advertising, but are you getting customers from Facebook? So you want to see what's working, and Google Analytics is a great way to track it. I love this. These are tips that they're all free so far, so far, because I know some things do cost money. <laughs> but so far, Google Maps. She talks about backlinks, which, you know, blogging. Oh, blogging is another thing I was going to talk about. Do you recommend that every business should be blogging? Yes, but you should be blogging, like, the. you need to be blogging to your target audience. You shouldn't just be blogging about random things. I mean, that's kind of, that makes sense when you say it, but a lot of people, they don't really know how to blog. Like, they'll just post about stuff, but you really want to be talking to your target audience. So what are you selling? And then how can your blog be like a component of that? Like how can you inform people about your products through the blog, but without like overselling? So you want it to be like informational, but also there's a, there's a specific way to do it for each business, definitely. I love it. And you know what I did, you guys? If you, I'm going to tell you, and, I, and you know how, everybody knows how I am about recommendations. I don't recommend you unless you are all that, Right. I went to localbuzzllc.com, and I clicked on blog, okay, and I want you all to do that. Every one of the blogs that she wrote, I actually learned something. I was just like, whether it was why women don't make more, whether it was, you know, um, your stress, productivity tips, or, you know, um, how to easily organize your client projects, all her blog posts really make sense. So let me ask you, Amarita, so I read your blog post, right? Is will it help you if or business if you write a blog post and somebody clicks and reads it? Like, how does the internet know that, for instance, if 50 people that listen to this show go and read your blog? How does that all work? Can you explain that? Like, blogging and how it all works if people are coming? Is there a tracking mechanism? Like, can you help us? Yeah, so that? you can. You can see who's reading your blog basically um, from Google Analytics. So anyone that comes on your site, you can kind of track that through Google Analytics. You can see, like, for example, you put a link on the, um, the radio, the radio yes. show page, right? So if someone clicks yes. on that, I go to my Google Analytics, I can see how many people came from that page. So that's how I can, and I can see how many people read the blog, how long they've stayed on the website, things like that. Um, and then also you can kind of see um, – I have like social sharing icons, so when people share certain certain blogs, you can see, you know, who shared it on Facebook, who shared it on Twitter, things like that. 
I love it. I love these are just I told everybody you're gonna need a pen and piece of paper. So this is just amazing. Okay, so Google Analytics and a lot of people say, Oh, it's so simple, but trust me. It might sound simple, but once you start implementing it and looking at the analytics, you can really help um, drive revenue and sales. So you built an over six trillion dollar business, and that's not easy. Whether you're a woman or a man, boy, girl, that's not easy. So how did you market your business? Initially, I did um, SEO. I didn't even do blogging. I didn't even do social media. I I stuck to really two things, which was optimizing my website for the products and services that I was selling, so WordPress, website design, online marketing. And then also when I started, I did Craigslist, and I saw a lot of leads coming from Craigslist because I was optimizing my Craigslist posts for specific keywords and key phrases, and so I saw a lot of traffic coming in from just Craigslist alone at first. And it's free. I would definitely recommend people to go there too. Okay, now when you say like you, when you say optimizing your work, your post. So of course, Craigslist is free, but and the funny thing is, and you might not know this, Marita, I'm so against Craigslist um, for nannies and babysitters uh, because I own a, um, a nanny agency, which is totally different. So, so, but for other things, great Craigslist, yes, use. So when you say. Um, Optimize keywords for Craigslist. Can you give an example about what you mean and how other people can do it? Sure. Yeah, well, so keep in mind, Craigslist is one of the top websites. They have 50 million people. 50 million people visit Craigslist every month. It's like the fifth most visited website in the United States. And so you have to keep that in mind. Like, it's not just scammers. It's, it's real people looking for, you know, affordable prices. But anyway, so um, how I optimize, for example, you don't for, – for my business, for example, you don't want to say – Website designer available, um, great deals. Like you want to use keywords. So I use WordPress website design, great site uh, developer. I use like buzzwords kind of like developer designer. What would other people type into Craigslist to try to find me? And that's how you want to keep it in mind. So Craigslist is actually great for like the beginner SEO person. Like if you want to learn beginner um, basic SEO, just starting on Craigslist and um, optimizing your posts and your keyword and your titles is going to give you a really great foundation for trying to optimize your web pages because Craigslist is super basic. Like they don't allow backlinks, nothing like that. So you have to just optimize your content on Craigslist. Okay. I get it. I get it. And again, I like to give examples just because I like to keep it kiss is my motto. Keep it stupid. I mean, keep it simple. So go ahead. I guess I didn't give a great example there, but for example, for a nanny agency, um, you would put in nanny agency, best baby nurses in New Jersey, uh, and and any other keyword having to do with nanny, so you want to use baby nurse, because some people may be looking for a nanny, but they use the term baby nurse, and you probably do both, or, you know, um, nighttime or daytime nurse or 24 hours, so you want to use those keywords in the title and in the description, and um, yeah, when you're writing the description, you can use every keyword imaginable, go to a thesaurus and look up synonyms, because some people... Um, may look for your your services, but they may not type in the keyword that you use. They may use a different keyword. That makes sense. Yes, it does. I love practical, simple solutions. I love it. I love it. Okay, so again, we are live with the CEO and founder of Local Buzz. Please visit localbuzzllc.com. Now, a lot of people, of course, when they see LLC, is 
that's the type of business you you have an LLC, and if you can share like why you chose that type of um, business. Yeah, so um, when I first started, I I tried localbuzz.com, of course, but they didn't have that. So a lot of the different domain names were taken, so I just went with LLC because it is an LLC. Um, I did limited liability corporation just because my lawyer said do that. And then now it's an S-corp, actually. I'm forming because now we're doing so well that um, now I'm transitioning. So I would say, yeah, you have to, at the beginning, you should should, um, try to find a lawyer and accountants that you really trust because they'll give you great advice along the way. Because that's not something I knew. What is an LLC? What is that? So well, I would say try to find lawyers and accountants that you really trust at the beginning of starting your business, and they'll kind of guide you with what, what if you should do a corporation or an LLC, things like that. I like it. I like it. And, and some people might say lawyers are so expensive, but I know there's some, you know, services where you might say, hey, um, can I have a consultation and da 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 if I decide to use you and all that? Same with accountants. But yeah, those two are or, yeah, Go to Legal Zoom. Exactly. Exactly. LegalZoom.com, which they're not sponsored, but we will mention that. <laughs> uh, if you go to LegalZoom.com, um, yeah, you could, because I think that's how I even, I, I know I did LegalZoom, it was for Will. It was something I used LegalZoom for, and they were, you go in and boom, 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 they will not, they, they will not give you, like they won't, they won't give you legal advice, but they're simple and they're cheap and you can use them. So, yes. Okay, so back to your business. So we talked about social media and blogging, and now everybody has a blog, right? And people are so busy. But now, I'll tell you what, Emerita, when I was starting my businesses years ago, there was none of this stuff, right? So now we have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram, we have Google stuff, we have Google Plus, we have Periscope, which just came out, which I love, by the way. We have Snapchat. I mean, it just keeps going. Blab is the new one where everybody's blabbing. Can you just help the small business owner who may be, you know, a mom over 40, you know, doesn't have a lot of time to be on Blab, Snapchat, this chat? Can you tell what social media platforms do you find most useful, maybe a top three, to small business and why? Sure. Yeah, so it depends on who your target audience is. So if you want to target the younger audience, you want to go where they are. So they're on Snapchat right now and they're on Instagram. If you want to target an older audience, um, right now the growing audience for the fastest growing user base for Facebook is adults, I think over 40 or over 50 even. So if you want to target um, the older generation now that Facebook isn't as cool anymore, now the older, you know, your parents are on there. So um, yeah, so if you want to target them, go to Facebook. I think Facebook is still the best one to use. Um, Instagram is great. And also Pinterest is surprisingly really great for driving leads to websites now. So I would, I would definitely recommend Facebook. Instagram, Pinterest for a general overall, like any business. But if you're targeting really young people, you want to go to Snapchat, um, Periscope, that's, I, I don't think you can just start that right away. I think that's kind of something you would build up towards. Um, and then Twitter, Twitter is good, but I, I don't really usually recommend it for small businesses. So I would, I would stick with Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. Now, why you don't recommend Twitter? I'm on Twitter. I'll be honest. Twitter is okay. I mean, Again, no offense to anybody who loves Twitter, and if you do, great. I love Instagram and Pinterest 
And Periscope, I love, love, love Periscope. I just love it. Um, but yeah, Snapchat, I just tried it and I just couldn't. I mean, I, but all the young young people, even in my neighborhood, it's like Snapchat. Snapchat I'm just like, gee. Yeah. Um, but but why you don't like Twitter? Why you don't like Twitter? No, no, I like Twitter. I use Twitter. Um, but just for if you're a new business starting out, I wanna I want you to just go where. Um, you're going to get the best results. And I don't feel like you can really sell that easily on Twitter or really showcase like your services or your products that well. So I would recommend at first going to like Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram, try um, marketing over there. And if, if then you're growing, then yeah, you can go to Twitter. But at first you want to just really focus in on the things that are going to get you the best results quickly. I love it. I love it. That is so true. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a whole lot of sense. Wow, we've already chatted for 30 minutes. Oh, my God, we have, like, 29 minutes left. Wow. wow. And I have, I know, time, I'm telling you, imagine if it was live, like when people call it in. You, it just zooms, zooms by. Let me play a quick commercial. Got to pay bills. Got to support our sponsors. 45 seconds. I promise we'll be back because I still have so many questions for Amarita Gale. I just discovered a fabulous website. If you're looking for products and articles to support and encourage a clean, organic, and holistic lifestyle, this site sources the best quality organic and eco-friendly products for baby, family, and even your pets. Learn how to grow your own vertical organic garden, purchase a rechargeable handbag, buy organic skincare, cosmetics, and so much more. Do you and your family a favor and go to organicfriendswithaz.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-C-F-R-I-E-N-D-Z.com. All right, we are back. Thank you so much. We are live. This is MGN Radio with CEO of Local Buzz, Amarita Gill. So, Amarita, I want to jump into the website because that's, that's, I guess, your main part of your business, I, I guess I would say. You can correct me if it's not. But in terms of websites, you do some amazing work with websites. You helped with our hairyum.com. Go check it out, um, website. And you do some amazing work. So if I'm a small business and I want to know, I want to come to you, I call you, how much can a business expect to pay for a basic website and talk about some of the things that you do to differentiate yourself from the millions of other website um, builders out there. Sure. Well, yeah, before, before hiring a web designer, you always want to look at their work. You want to look at their previous work, and you want to like it. And if you don't like their work, don't hire them. And um, that's the first tip because a lot of people, they come to me, and they're like, oh, I hate my website. I'm like, well, um, you know, I look at the person who built their website and they didn't have any, you know, any good sites up there. So definitely look at that. But then also how much you should pay. Um, I, for a basic site, anywhere from 750 to 1500 you shouldn't be paying more than 1500 for a new website. Um, that's basic, informational, no e-commerce. Um, I, there's some people who they have hideous websites and they've paid like $3,000 for them. That's just too much. For a starting business, you shouldn't really – you, maybe you should go between 750 to 1500 I guess, is a short answer. Awesome, awesome. I like that. I like that. That's doable when you're starting a business if you're really saving your money. Um, 1500 or below, it's, it's definitely doable. Now, you do a lot of stuff in WordPress, and I know one of your blog posts was about the WordPress plugin, um, 
plugins. And I read and I was like, oh, my God, I need SEO plugin. I need to you know, I have another <laughs> list I'm going to send you. But could you share what WordPress is to people and give your top three, you know, um, best plugins that are free, because we like free, um, to our listeners? Sure, yeah. So WordPress is a content management system. So when you have a website built on WordPress, you get a username and password afterwards, and you can log in and change your content, change your pictures. So you don't really need to call anyone to do it. Um, you can do it yourself. Uh, and so the best plugins that you should have on there is an SEO plugin. So all-in-one SEO pack or Yoast SEO plugin is good for SEO. And then also what you really want to have is a simple share, the simple share buttons adder. And that's really great for you just, you just do a few little things in the settings and you'll have Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest sharing buttons on all of your posts, all of your pages. So people can easily share different sections of your website. And then the last one, I also like Frizzly for social, social sharing. Um, that basically adds a Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest button to each one of your images. So if someone hovers over your image, they can share it on Pinterest, Facebook, and Twitter. So those are the top three ones I really like. Um, there's so many plugins, but those are good. And then Tiny MCE Advanced is great if you want to edit your content a little bit more in WordPress. If you don't really like its, um, its editor, that one adds a lot of different features that you can make your content prettier. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Now, in, in doing, dealing with websites, I'm sure you, you've seen a lot of businesses, um, you know, like come to you and, you know, um, ask questions. Like, why do you think so many women business owners, because, again, everything I do is around women and moms, so why do you think, and I know some men might struggle with it too, but why do you think so many, every year we do our conference, Dare to Aspire, every year, it doesn't matter if it's the CEO of, a million-dollar business or a woman starting out, they all talk about challenges with websites, with WordPress, with, I mean, you should hear the stories. People pay $10,000 for this website. The person ran away, didn't do the update. I mean, the stories are just, they go on and on. Like, why do you think so many women business owners struggle with websites and IT, and what are some of the things that your company does to kind of help alleviate that burden? Yeah, I mean, you definitely want to work with someone that you trust and that's going to be there, that has a reputation, you know, that's, that's going to be there when you need their help. So if you're, I guess, yeah, that's that, if they're just running away and not answering your emails, um, that, that's, that's terrible and uh, you probably have to find someone else. But that's, that's why you should use WordPress because you'll be able to manage the website yourself. And um, if you have good backup tools, uh, like a good restore option in your hosting platform. So if anything does go wrong with your website, you could restore it to a previous version if you have like a um, malware or virus on there. But women specifically, I think women just, they think, oh, I can't, I, I'm not a tech person. You shouldn't really like label yourself in any way like that. And um, I mean, I, I wasn't a tech person before and then I was a tech person. So it's really about, um, I guess, labeling yourself. Like don't limit yourself. Don't limit the... Um, yeah, I guess don't label yourself as not a tech person. Like you, it's not really that difficult. You just kind of have to learn it. Go go on YouTube, blog about, uh, read blogs about certain things that you're having trouble with. And I mean, everything is Google, Googleable. Like you can Google anything and learn anything that you're having trouble with. So I would say just um, don't label yourself as not a tech person. I guess I don't know if I answered the question right. 
Yeah, no, you did, you did. I know. Whether I'm not a tech person or not, I just don't – I mean, I can – years ago I built a website, but I prefer to leave it to the experts like you. So now speaking about experts, I know you have some challenges in your business. Everybody does. What are some of your biggest challenges in running your business? Um, I guess saying no, like um, I've had to turn down, I used to just say yes to everything when I first started and now I'm like much more selective in the work that I do um, because I know what I'm really good at and what I don't really like to do. So I I just really like, I I do only do work that I really want to do and that I'm passionate about because I feel like that's where I'm going to get the person the best results. So I guess saying no and then also growing and hiring people. Um, I'm kind of um, a perfectionist. As, as so many um, business owners are, and uh, when someone does something, I'm, I'm sometimes just not, like, 100% happy with it, so i rather just do it myself. So I guess, like, letting go and letting other people do things for my business, and um, that, that's probably my, one of my biggest struggles. I love it. Oh, I love it. Please, whatever, I do not want to work with anybody but you directly for my website. <laughs> so if you hire somebody, I just still want to work with you. So, no, this is great. We are live. We are live chatting with Anna-Rita Gill, um, the CEO of Local Buzz, and you can go to localbuzzllc.com. Now, um, Anna-Rita Gill, what's your background? I know the name. Might, people might say, Anna-Rita, what's that? How do you spell that? What's your background? Where are you from originally or your parents from? Um Sure, yeah. Well, my name is Amrita Gill, and um, I'm half Austrian uh, and half Indian. So the name comes from India. And I was born into Spain, and we immigrated to the United States when I was like five or six. Awesome. High cultural background. Yes. Oh, so, you know, and I love getting people, I love working with people that know. And so when I was working with Amrita about natural hair, I'm like, hey, the way you know about it, how you did it. I love it. And you just, that diversity in background is so, so amazing. I love it. I love it. So share some ways business owners can organize projects and tasks. Um, do you have any tips you can share? Like how, how can we have so much to do in so little time? Can you share some ways we can um, organize projects? Sure. I love Google Drive. So for every client that I have, I create a folder for them and I put everything that has to do with that project into that folder and um, you can create documents and things like that for just information for different things. And you can, any business can really use it. So if you have invoicing proposals and stuff, you can upload it there. Um, and then, so you could also share that folder with your client and with other people to work on it. And it's totally free again. So uh, I like that instead of sifting through like hundreds of different emails, I like just going to my Google Drive and going to the folder. Yeah, no, I know. I'm like, uh, Google Drive. You know what? That Google Google needs to um, sponsor and pay for because you are like Google up from Google Maps to Google to Google Drive. Yet Amarita's like, use Google Drive. I'm like, oh my god, okay. But it is simple to use once you get on it and upload and review. So I, I like it. I like. It. Is there anything else from a productivity beside Google Drive? Um, is there any other thing that you've seen that kind of help you in your business? Well, that's as far as, like, managing stuff, but um, what I really love is the 80-20 rule. So the 80-20 rule basically is, like, the Perieto principle, if you've ever heard of it. It's, like, one of the best productivity tips you can um, learn about. 
So 20% of what you do is actually yielding 80% of your results. So 80% of what you're doing is actually just leading, 20, leading to 20% of your results. So what you want to do is you want to find the 20% of what you're doing that's giving you the biggest results and then optimize that 20% and get rid of the 80%. So like kind of like what we were talking about with social media before. Um, you don't want to do every single social media platform, blogging, um, SEO, Craigslist, um, marketing, direct marketing. You don't want to do all of those things because it's just going to take up too much of your time and not all of them are bringing in the best results. You want to key in, and that's also where Google Analytics comes in. You want to key in on what is giving your business the best results, the highest amount of revenue, and the best customers that you like to work with. Hone in on that, and then just optimize that. Put all of your effort into that portion, and get rid of everything else. You know, Don't waste your time on Twitter. Don't waste your time on Snapchat if it's not returning results for you. And focus in on stuff that is. And I think that is a huge tip. It transformed my business. It transformed my parents' business. And it's transformed a lot of businesses that put that into um, effect. I like it. And, Anna Rita, I know we said, um, you know, local buzz, you do websites. But I also, and I, you know, with Dare to Aspire Conference, I also see, like, you being, like, a really good consultant that can help. Like, somebody comes to you, and we're brainstorming live, so no. Somebody comes to you and <laughs> is like, hey, I have a business. I need to do this X. You not only say it, but you do it. That is that's, like, amazing. Women business owners will really, you know, love that kind of thing. Um, yeah, so we're live with Amarita Gill, and she is the CEO of Local Buzz. Now, as we're wrapping up, what advice can you share to business owners in general, just about websites in general or about things that you've learned along your way since you started your business in 2011? Yeah, so my biggest advice is keep it simple. Um, if when you're first starting out, your business is going to grow with you. So what you think your business might be doing and who your target audience is, it's going to probably totally change after your first six months, after your first year, after your first year. So don't put so much emphasis in like, oh, you need the perfect you know, logo, the perfect color scheme, the perfect content, because that's all going to change. Like that's all going to grow with you. So I would say the best advice is just, if you have a great idea and you're really serious about it, just start before you're ready and um, everything will kind of fall into place. And then also um, keep your website really simple and clean. Uh, I really like using white, clean, simple type looking sites so that people can find all the information they need. And of course, always have your contact information in a really visible spot on every single page because um, you want people to call you and um, fill out your contact form. So you want them to just it be a no-brainer for someone. Awesome. I love it. That's great, actionable advice that people can actually use, that people can actually use. Now, one of the things I love about Local Buzz is you're always thinking about the future and things on the horizon. And e-courses and everything online, you know, people don't people like to sit in front of their computer and do stuff. So can you discuss the future of Local Buzz, like any things or that's on the horizon that we should be aware of? And um can you kind of discuss what you, what you envision maybe the next two, three years for your business is going to look like? Sure. Well, I, I love what I do every single day. I love creating WordPress websites for businesses and blogs. Um, but what I see more of, like what we kind of discussed today, everything I pretty much discussed, probably 80% to 90%, is free stuff you can do. And um, so I'm developing e-books and e-courses for small business owners that they can just watch it or read the book and just learn really in-depth tips on how to do their own marketing for their business. 
um, how to, I, I may do a how to build your own website. Uh, I'm not really sure about that yet, but how to do your own blogging, how to do your own search engine optimization, how to do your own social media marketing. Um, so those are some things that I'm, I'm in the works with. Um, so I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's going to be really, really helpful for a lot of business owners. I think it's going to be amazing. I think it's going to really be amazing. So you're creating it or are you paying somebody to put it? Like you're building it yourself or creating it yeah, yourself? Yeah, everything, everything I've done, I've pretty much built from the ground up by myself. So I'm just taking everything I've learned from the past four and a half years that I've worked with kind of people, and I'm just taking everything I've learned and just putting into really simple, easy, actionable steps for people to use. Uh, to just get a lot of growth, like kind of what I did for my parents' company, I'm just putting that into a book, a really easy like ebook that people can just they can read it really simply, like ten page book or you know something really simple for people to read. I don't want to put like a lot of fluff information. Like once someone reads the book, they're gonna they know they have to do the online marketing portion of it. So um, yeah, just just really actionable steps. I'm not completely done with it, but um, I plan on releasing that in like the next few months. Awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. I definitely want to get all of them because I <laughs> I love it because it's it's so it's information is knowledge is power. And a lot of times women and mom business owners, they all say, you know, they put themselves last, they don't have enough money. Well, everything that we've mentioned on this show, of course, you know, you have to pay somebody to build your website, but the Google Analytics, the Google Maps, the Facebook, the Twitter, all that stuff is free. So I mean, you budget for your website and you pay somebody like you, um, and then you do the, the free stuff. And I love it. I love it. Now, in terms of being a woman business owner, you've been in business now for a couple of years. You saw your parents' business. You turned them around. Like any other lessons that you've learned, not per se website stuff, but just in being a woman business owner, that you maybe it's negotiating for more money. It's so much that you've learned that maybe you can share with our listeners. Yeah, great question. Um, yeah, I think just being confident, like you don't, being a woman doesn't have to hold you back. You know, people have been talking about this wage gap where women don't make yes. as much money as men. And I did a lot of yes. research on that. And what I found was it's because women don't ask for more money. Like they're not asking for a raise. Like men are more self-confident in the workplace, especially in like corporate America. They're, they're really confident. And even if they like, they just ask for more money, they ask for a higher salary and they ask more often. Women are kind of shyer at first. I'm not saying all women. I'm just saying um, generally women are a little bit more shy and timid and they feel like, you know, I deserve a raise. Someone should just give me a raise, but you really have to be more of a go-getter, not aggressive, don't be aggressive, but be more of a go-getter and, and really, like, ask for what you're worth. A lot of women are afraid to, you know, price things or ask for certain prices because they don't feel like they're worth it. And just, um, yeah, just believe in yourself and um, ask for the amount of money that you feel like you're worth, and you'll get there. I love it. I but love yeah, it. being self-confident is so important, yeah. Being self-confident, being confident. and again, just just you know, because I know my women and my mom. Um, we're not saying all women, of course. Um, we're just saying some some women, you know, just ask for it, go, be more confident. Now, in terms of online marketing, a lot of people use this word online marketing. Does that refer to just the social media stuff? Is that what when you're saying you do online marketing for people? What what does that entail? Yeah, online marketing is kind of like the umbrella. 
So on, under online marketing is like search engine optimization, social media marketing, blogging, online directories, local online marketing with Google Maps. Um, so it's, it's like uh, basically anything to get you more traffic to your website or more calls to your business. Awesome, awesome. And I didn't even mention at first, where are you located and who, who are your, like what markets do you serve? Yeah, I mean, I, I have clients all around the country. I think you found me, um, and you're in Georgia. So I'm actually in, um, I actually just bought an apartment in Hoboken, New Jersey. It's right outside of New York City. So I mean, I, I mostly, I have most of my clients in New Jersey, New York, uh, Boston, Massachusetts, uh, Pennsylvania. But I do have clients also in California and Alabama, Georgia. So pretty much everywhere, but mostly in the New Jersey, New York area. Oh, wow, so you moved. Now, what about New York City? You didn't want to go to the city? The city is crazy, and it's, it's, you get, like, hardly any kind of space, I guess. Oh, so okay. for the, the amount that I wanted to spend, I was getting, like, I have a view of the entire city. So um, I was getting, a, like, a much bigger space for the price that I wanted to spend. Awesome, on my apartment. Awesome. So, and and yeah. this is what you do full-time. This is your full-time. You're paying your bills. You do with your money from your business. Yep, yeah. Since for four, four yeah, this has really been my only job out of college. I, I never really worked for anyone else. So, yeah, this is how I pay my bills. This is how I bought my apartment. This is how I fund my life. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that is super amazing. Now, time is ticking. I think we have, let me see, but I did want to chat about something that, you know, near and dear to me lately is viruses. And I know a lot of websites, a lot of owners. How do you stop from getting viruses on your website, on your computer? Can you share any tips that you have? And once you get a virus, what are the first things, you know, should they just call you? I mean, can you share that, please? Sure, yes. So what happened with your site was um, I was looking at the code and it was hacked. So your website was hacked by someone, and they just basically put in a backlink. And so remember, we're talking about backlinks for SEO. So people will hack your site and then put a backlink to a website so they can get more traffic to their website, but it's, it's hurting your website. So the way to, to basically not get that is to have a really strong password. You know, don't make your password password. Or even like um, uh, Scooter55, five five. like that's a super short password. Like you want to have your password be really long, have exclamation points, numbers, uppercase, lowercase, and WordPress will tell you if your password is strong or not. But, yeah, you want to have a really strong password. You want to have a really strong username, and you want to make sure you're using a good hosting company. So you want to use someone that's known like a Bluehost or GoDaddy, someone who has a lot of customers um, uh, and that has a really good reputation. And um, you also, a lot of websites nowadays, you, you need someone to manage your website and to check in on your website to make sure – Everything is running because now with all these plugins and those could also be hacked. So um, a lot of people need someone to manage their website. And if you want to manage your own website, you can definitely do that. You just want to be really hands-on and maybe purchase like a malware um, detector from a hosting company. And that will tell you if your website has been hacked. So there are a few ways to do it. Um, but, yeah, definitely Google it. Um, see if your hosting company is reliable and because a lot of um, one in one don't go for one in one. One in one is a terrible hosting company. I work with them so many times, so I had to give them like a bad review shout out. 
but yeah, don't don't hire one on one. But yeah, just um, either either get malware protection or hire someone to just manage your website, look in onto it every week, and make sure everything's running smoothly and it's not hacked. Oh wow, what if one is actually who we use? Okay, for for Harium, and I don't mind sharing this. We use iPage. I love iPage. But for my good Danny, we actually use one on one. Oh my God! Now you said it's like I wanna when you if you when you redo our my good nanny site we'll have to move it I guess to iPage or something if you don't like one on one is there a particular reason why you don't like one on one? Yeah, I mean they just uh, I had a client and she she um, she has one on one and she upgraded to a different hosting platform to get better speed and then um, she mm-hmm. noticed you know it didn't work she wasn't getting more traffic to her website or it wasn't um, speeding up her website so she's like okay well put me back in the other hosting company and when they put when they put her back onto the lower hosting plan um, her website like it was broke like her e-commerce section was broken completely broken and um, so after that she's like I can't take one in one anymore and so I had to move her over to Bluehost and now everything is really good on Bluehost and it's much quicker but I don't know one in one is just it's just not good. I've had so many bad experiences with it. And then whenever customers move over to Bluehost or GoDaddy or a different, like, bigger type company like that, it's just so much more easier to manage. Wow. So you would you recommend for those people who might be saying, hey, I want to sign, what do I, da, da, da. Is, like, would you recommend Bluehost or iPage? Would you like iPage? Um, which ones would you um, recommend for somebody to start? Yeah, now? I mean, I personally use GoDaddy. I know some people, they don't like GoDaddy, but, I mean, I've, mm-hmm. I've had pretty good experience with them. I mean, every hosting company, there's going to be some issues that arise, and I've had some issues with them, like my email sometimes, like, went down for a day, but they usually fix it pretty quickly. So I always expect, you know, any, someone you ha- any, anything that you hire, there might be some issues, but Bluehost has been really great, and um, Bluehost is now the hosting company that I recommend or GoDaddy. Um, but I always say pe- to people, if you have one-on-one, if you're, if, you, if you're happy with them and you've had no issues, stay with them, you know, don't, don't move it over. But um, I noticed the websites are really slow on there. So I just, I just, I stay away from them. Now what about iPage? Do you like iPage? I know they're new and they're cheap, a lot cheaper than others. Do you like iPage or no? I mean, I haven't really used it. I know that you use it for your site, uh, but I, yeah. I personally haven't used it, so I, I don't really want to – I don't want to give my opinion on it. I, I, I wouldn't know. Oh, okay, 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 and that's fair. Yes, wow, we've talked about so much, from websites to Google Analytics to online marketing. Um, again, Local Buzz, I like it. I, I love the name. Did we chat about how, how did you come up with the name? Yeah, it was actually really – just in an hour, I just was like, I, I want to get local customers more local business. So I thought, okay, local should be in, should be in there. And then I kind of wanted like a little mascot, and I thought a bee was really cute. So I just called it Local Buzz. And yeah, I think the name is cool. And um, I came up with it in like an hour. I didn't really think wow. too much about it. It just it just it just came to me. <laughs> Wow. And, you know, people pay consultants like 20, 30 grand to come up with a name like Local Buzz and a mascot. If you saw it on our, our um, MGM thing, it's um, a bee, and it's so cute. And you did that in an hour. Wow. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't design the logo in an hour. I just thought of the name in an hour. The logo I've yeah. changed like 10 times in the last four years. <laughs> yeah, I like the bee. I hope you're going to stick with the bee. I like it. Buzz, I like it. I, I can relate to that. I like it. I like it. So 
again, we have, you know, chatted with you. We're so happy that you can take time out of your busy, busy schedule to chat with us. Now, could you, again, tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you, um, what services that you offer, and, um, you know, anything else that you want to share? Sure. Yeah, so localbuzzllc.com. We're a WordPress website design branding and online marketing company, and I mostly focus on businesses and blogs. So even if you want to start a blog, we we love to work on blogs. That's actually like a really big segment. Like everyone wants a blog nowadays. Um, So yeah, we do that. And then, um, yeah, if you go to my blog, localbuzzllc.com slash blog, um, and then sign up for the email list, I'm going to be sending out free chapters of my upcoming eBooks on tips on how to get more business to your website and how to start blogging and using the internet to your advantage. I love it. I love it. Now, do you write the blogs for people or you just help them with creating a blog? What do you do with blogging? Yeah, so I, I haven't really – I only provide that service for a few SEO clients, um, but I also do blog consulting. So if you want help on figuring out who your target audience is and what you should be blogging about, we do blog consulting. Uh, but, yeah, I personally don't write blogs for other businesses. Mm-hmm. Like I don't provide that blog service consulting. right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, 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 I can, you're already busy with everything else. Wow, this has been so much fun, Emerita Gill of LocalBuzzLLC.com. Check her out, and thank you so much for joining us, and thank you so much, Emerita, for being on our show. We really appreciate it, and I'm so glad we can finally make it happen. Thank you yeah, so thank much. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Yeah, no, this was so much fun. Thank you. Wow, so another fabulous show. I learned so much in this show. We'll probably try and have her back again because there's just so much to talk about. When you talk about websites, blogging, you know, um, hosting, I mean, viruses, you know, it's always a lot to talk about. So, again, thank you so much. If you're listening to the rebroadcast, rewind, we're going to tweet this out and send this out to all our listeners. And thank you so much for tuning in to MGM Radio. Have a fabulous, happy weekend, all right? And remember to always be blessed. Bye.